Welcome, dance lovers, to Ask a Dancer with Stacey Morgan. Hello and welcome to episode five of Ask a Dancer, the podcast where we interview performers across a wide range of performing arts genres. My name is Stacey Morgan and I'm the principal of Port Macquarie Performing Art, a dance school on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Today's guest on Ask a Dancer is Tynan Wood, current dancer with the Melbourne City Ballet. If you have a suggestion for a guest, someone you'd love us to interview, make sure you get in touch. Tweet us at, at @dancestacy and use the hashtag AskADancer. We would love you to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a rating or review. This will help us share our love of dance with as many aspiring dancers as possible. Thanks for tuning in and now let's get Tynan on the line. Okay, let's go. Welcome to Ask a Dancer, Tyne and Wood. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. You're a very busy man, jumping from one side of the ditch to the other, to New Zealand and back. Yeah. We'll have a little bit of talk about your career in a little bit, but I just thought I'd start with your training. You obviously trained as a dancer from a young age. Who really influenced you in those early years of training? And what did they teach you that really inspired you to become a dancer? Um, well, yeah, I've been dancing, I think, now since I was about... 10, 9, 10, I think it was. And um, I think, yeah, the biggest inspiration to me was probably my teacher, uh, Jeff McCormack. He really just always taught me to, you know, do your best and if things go wrong, you can always come back and give it another go and um, mistakes happen and you just learn from them and that's really what I learned from him, which was a big help to me. Awesome. It seems like 9 or 10, though, that was quite late. Um, to start as a dancer, I'm sure when you first stepped into class, a lot of people have been there for a lot longer than you. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I was. I think most people, once I started, or they were all starting at about three or four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until I thought I'll give dance a go to get a bit stronger and better at soccer that I really started to join classes. <laughs> things took a strange turn after that. Yeah, wow. So what, what was the moment where, where soccer became, you know, second fiddle and dance became the priority? Um, I think that would have been after I, I did a trip to Japan with um, just a small um, company, Central Dance Company. Um, yeah, we did a, a bit of a tour of Japan and, Kind of while I was over there, I sort of realised, yeah, this is something I could really do for a living and I was really loving what I was doing. So that's kind of when um, soccer sort of got phased out and I started focusing more on, on the dancing. And who was it that pointed you in the direction of dance to influence you for soccer? It was it was a movie I saw, um, Mad About Mumbo, I believe it was called. Okay, wow. And the, yeah, and the character in that, started taking up uh, ballroom classes to um, improve his rhythm and um, for soccer. So I thought, oh, I may as well give that a go and see how it is. Fantastic. And the rest is history. Yeah, pretty much. So when you were training, I can imagine coming to it quite late, you would have not as had much as much experience as everyone else in your class and then trying to pick up everything and, and move forward and progress. Was there Were there any moments or tough situations that come to mind that you can look back on now and thought, oh, that that wasn't fun, but I really learnt from that? Uh, well, I think the, the only real tough situation I, I can really recall is um, I used to travel to Sydney once a week to do classes. And I remember after my first, first class there, I woke up the next morning and I quite literally couldn't get out of bed because um, I, I was so sore. And that was really the time where I thought, okay, 
this is a lot harder than I thought it would be, but wow. I love that kind of uh, hard work and pressure. So I, I was thriving on that, which was good in the end. Awesome. And you got up, I bet, the next day and, and went hard again and here we are. Yes. Yes, of course. Always, yeah. When you're not feeling, you know, that into it's when you've got to push even harder and that's when you get stronger and develop more as a dancer, I feel. Fantastic. So your training led you to the New Zealand School of Dance and once you graduated from there, you were offered a contract with the Royal New Zealand Ballet. What was that moment like when you found out that, you know, you had graduated and you were going to have a contract to be paid to do what you love? Uh, ah, that was a great moment. I was actually getting ready to pack up my things and, and come back to Newcastle um, because I had nothing available um, work-wise. And then I got an email after one of our shows, um, graduating shows at School of Dance and um, asking me to come and join the company. And I was just ecstatic. Um, and then the thought of, you know, getting paid for what I'd been training in for so long was just amazing. Wonderful. Yeah, it what started was to feel a little bit less like work and more like a, a job, yeah. which was nice. What was the uh, what was the first contract that you did? Um, the first contract I did was for their Don- season of Don Quixote. Gorgeous, the Gary um, Harris production. Yes. Um, no, I think it was Adrian. Adrian Burnett and Gary Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. That's a gorgeous show. I was lucky enough to see that a couple of years ago when they first did it. Yeah. A yeah, great, it was a lot a of fun. great one to get started on, especially because there's there's so many great guy roles in that too. Yes, and I was lucky enough to get to um, perform one of the sailors and it being my first um, contract with a company, I was very excited about the opportunity to do... Um, to be more than more, the tree in uh, the background. More soloist role. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. It's great. So obviously coming into a company and being one of the youngest members and going on the road, there were obviously um, good days and bad days. What motivates you on those really hard days to continue and to keep dancing? Uh, I'm, I kind of thrive on those hard days myself. I, the mornings when you wake up and you're not quite feeling it, um, I kind of just take that as a bit of a challenge and you just try and not let those days get the better of you and you just do what you have to do to get through that day and then come in the next day and know things will be better and a lot easier from there on. Awesome. To talk about your favourites now, do you have any favourite roles to dance, favourite steps, favourite styles, favourite ballets that you've danced? Um, ooh, it's a tough question. I think the my favourite roles are things that are a little bit more contemporary yep. um, because I've, you can play a little bit more with it and you have a little bit more freedom Um to put yourself into it a little bit more, which I really, um, I really enjoy doing. And as as far as performances go, I think um, performing with the Royal New Zealand Ballet for their hundredth year anniversary for the Anzacs was probably wow. a highlight for me. I think that was a really special thing to be a part of, and also being lucky enough to tour with the Royal New Zealand Army Band oh, as well. Amazing. Um, it was it was a really yeah great experience. Performing to live music is, is is something else, isn't it? When you get the opportunity to do it, you really have to savor it. Oh yeah, there's nothing quite like performing to live music, and it's it's different every night when you're performing to live music, and that's just there's a lot more energy involved in that because everybody's feeding off each other. Yeah. Um, and it all I find it always brings out a better performance in, in most dances. Awesome. So you're not with the Royal New Zealand Ballet at the moment. You're dancing with the Melbourne City Ballet. Tell us about that. Yes. Yes. Well, I've not been there for very long. 
Um, I only joined about a month ago. Um, but that it's been a, an interesting change now coming back to Australia and being able to be a part of a company in my home country now. It's quite exciting and, and I've really been enjoying Melbourne and, and the work we've been doing there. And I look forward to seeing where, where this will take me. Awesome. Yeah. Speaking of where it's going to take you, what dreams and ambitions do you have for the future? Where do you hope that dance is going to take you? Um, well, hopefully I can keep doing it for a long time. But um, hopefully one day it will take me down a bit more of a choreographic path. Oh, great. So I've always enjoyed um, creating movement and trying to find something a bit new and exciting to do. Um, and, yeah, so hopefully one day I will get the opportunity to do a bit of choreographing and and just find something new in dance. Amazing. My next question was what company or choreographer are you most um, excited to work with? But maybe that's the opportunity to work on choreography that you've created yourself. I think so, um, definitely. I, I'm, not, I'm not the type of person who's that interested in a particular company as long as I'm enjoying the work I'm doing and... and um, get the opportunity to, to do a few things, I'm, I'm happy to be anywhere, really. Awesome. And do you have any performances that are coming up this year that you're really quite excited about? I am. There's uh, Romeo and Juliet is coming up uh, later this year. And Lovely. we're touring that um, around the east coast of, of Australia. Uh, very Great. Much do you get to go home? To um, yeah, well, we're coming to Port Macquarie and Gosford, which are two areas that I did a lot of dancing in as I was training. Wow. So it is really exciting to, to come back and perform. Um, for those audiences again. That'll be awesome. Also quite daunting. <laughs> uh, no, you'll be great. There'll be lots of lots of love and support in the audience, I'm sure. Yes, definitely. What attributes do you believe that you have that have um, enabled you to really get to this point into your career? What, what things should young dancers be really looking to have to ensure that they can go on and have a career as successful as yours? Um, I think the most important thing is just uh, focus and determination. If you're very focused on doing something serious about dance and you're determined to get it right, that's more important than any flexibility or strength because those things can be worked on. But if you have a, a lot of focus and determination, that that is the most important thing. Fabulous. I, I feel. Absolutely. Tana Wood from the Melbourne City Ballet. It's so lovely to talk to you. Thanks for joining us on Ask a Dancer. Ah, thank you. Got a question for one of our dance stars? Tweet your question to at dance Q&A with the hashtag AskADancer. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Ask a Dancer. We're trying our best to make these episodes as regular as possible, so please share this episode if you enjoyed it with your friends. If you have any burning questions you'd like me to ask one of our dance stars, make sure you get in touch. You can find me at DanceStacy and always make sure you hashtag AskADancer. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Ask a Dancer with Stacey Morgan. Get in touch with us at WPMPA.co or at Dance Q&A on Twitter.